Welcome to Real Nerds. I am Ryan. To my left, Brad. To my right, James. And we have a studio audience member, Aaron Morris. Look her up on Facebook. Don't, please. Let's take out my last name. It'll be Aaron. Beep. Look her up on Facebook. She could be assaulted at any time. She could. But you look so happy on Facebook. We, you know, we had to mention it. You know, unlike the real world where she's depressed. No, I mean, you know, her picture is so. I don't even know how to describe. It. Like it's happy and um, <laughs> and stuff. Oh. Hey, we saw the Rum Diary this week because we actually had the biggest response to a question on which movie we were going to see. We did, and they decided we should see uh, Puss in Boots, but I don't know. It was sold out or some shit. Uh, and none of us wanted to see it. No, so, most people put The Rum Diary. We had six for The Rum Diary. Wait, no, I thought Puss in Boots won. Puss in Boots was in the lead, but then we had a bunch of people today select The Rum Diary. Oh, yeah. really? And after that, I will never let our fans select what we're going to see again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just kidding. Um, not really. Though in the future, we should we should probably only put movies on there that we all want, that at least one of us wants to see. Because I don't want Puss in Boots to win again. <laughs> you know, real critics, they have to sit through everything. Exactly. So. So. Yeah. No, no. And hey, I mean, well, we'll, we'll, well get to you know, later. I got we'll a text message later. from James, and I said, hey, the people want us to watch Puss in Boots. He said, fuck the fans. Whoa. But you know what? I am not here to fuck the fans. I am uh, here to tenderly make love to them. I, I believe I said it exactly like that, but the context was different. <laughs> no, it's like, fuck the fans. We'll make up some story why we couldn't see Puss in Boots. <laughs> That is what the text said. Uh, yeah. Director yeah. on fire. Could not see. <laughs> Could not see Puss in Boots. Yeah. Well, they weren't showing it in Colorado. That's the problem. That's actually the reason why we didn't see Anonymous as well. Because I know no, you guys... down both... in Denver. It's just one theater. Yeah, maybe. you know. But ne- maybe next week. Well, not next week. Well, not we next week. <laughs> anyway. I'll go see it on my own. It's fine. No, I'll, I'll no, no, see no, it. I'll no, no, no. In two weeks, we got a dead week. We'll go see it then. Oh. I don't want to wait two weeks. Oh, <laughs> you really want to see Roland Emmerich make a drama that bad? Real Nerds Contest. You get to win tickets to go see Anonymous with Brad. Hey. 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 I don't know if that's a so, good contest yeah. or pathetic. <laughs> Consolation <laughs> prize, really. Did anybody win Anonymous? In all seriousness. No, it ended the contest. Oh, God. In all seriousness, though, if you send us an email this week, I will pay for you to go see that movie with Brad. <laughs> So there Ooh, you go, yeah. <laughs> real nerds cats. Free James, movie, guys. Free James movie, guys. James will pay yeah. for a movie just for you to see it with Brad. I mean, you got to drive down to my house and get the money, and then you can go. But hey, 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 no, 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 you can't. You put it out there. It's out there now. It's out there. I'll pay for. I'm, I'm serious. He'll pay for it. It's okay. Nobody's listening. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's real news time. It's real news. Kind of a light week in news. I, it's a super light week. In yeah, news. I, you know, one of the things I thought was kind of interesting that I saw a little. It's like a treatment on slash film that's called Grim Night, which is kind of an interesting little premise. These guys made a little trailer where um, one night a year, these things that kind of look like the Dementors from Harry Potter. I'm sure when they have more money, they could make a better looking monster. You mean but, like the you mean like the bad guy from the Frighteners? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what it is one night a year these monsters come out and they uh, kill people violently and so you have to lock your doors and everything so it's kind of an interesting premise where these monsters show up and and it's made by these people uh, student guys and they're given lots of money by Universal based on this little two minute kind of trailer 
huh. movie pitch. So it was interesting. To make a real movie out of it. To make a real movie. So I don't know how long it'll take for them to make the movie. But cool. Yeah, so I always like seeing stuff like that. You know, it's, yeah. it's interesting. I mean, uh, the, the trailer's okay, but it has lots of promise. Like, it has these signs that uh, 92,000 people killed, not forgotten, or something like that. Kind of a District 9 kind of feel to it. Well, you know, I was just going to say, that's how District 9 started. As It started as like a little student film trailer. Uh, yeah, that then became a whole movie. So yeah, so it's kind of cool. I love seeing little projects like that that can help um, aspiring young filmmakers. Absolutely. Um, I also read that Harrison Ford—I mean, not Harrison Ford—Steven Spielberg kind of apologized for Indiana <laughs> yeah. Jones. Yeah, yeah. Well, with Crystal Skull. Well, I don't we, know if he apologized or blamed George Lucas for how bad it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about this recently because, or, or a couple months back, because he said some some similar things then but this time he really came out and said like yeah. I really hated the story for Indiana Jones 4 which we kind of knew also when that happened you know part of the reason why the movie took so long to make was that um, Steven Spielberg and Harrison Ford had a guy uh, and I believe it was the guy who wrote The Last Crusade who had written a script and they really liked that script and they loved the Frank Darabont wrote a script too that they loved oh that's right that's right I remember that too him and um, Harrison Ford signed on for that script yeah maybe that's what I'm thinking of anyway it was a script that they really liked, and then George Lucas was like, no, we got to have aliens. Um, and just sort of to make everybody happy, they, they conceded. But I guess uh, that the only reason uh, Steven Spielberg signed on is because he wanted the Crystal Skulls, and Spiel- I mean, uh, Lucas wanted to make them there from aliens. Because the Crystal Skulls are real. They um, are. Well, and, and aliens are an actual part of the Crystal Skull mythology sort of or at least they're one explanation of where those came and I'll from. still say this I don't think uh, it's that bad of a movie yeah, I, mean, I don't think it is either I think that plot wise it's not a bad movie I think that the CG and the way that the action scenes are, are set up and some of the stuff that's shoehorned in there is not very good I think Kate, Beck and Kate Blanchett does a pretty piss poor job but I, I think the best part in this interview I read with Spielberg though is they asked and they said yeah and what about Lucas with the uh, nuke and the refrigerator, and he said, "Nope, that was my fault. You can blame me on that one." So, <laughs> oh, good that's, for him. That's kind of funny. <laughs> well, have I told you the story? I know I haven't t- talked about it on the podcast, but you know, um, the original ending for Back to the Future One was that because uh, there, originally there wasn't a DeLorean or anything like that. So in the original script, he had to drive a truck into a nuclear explosion, and then as he like you know put a rock down on the gas pedal, climbed into the back of the truck, and crawled into a, a refrigerator. And then, really? uh, yeah, and then the like lead from the refrigerator was supposed to protect him from the radiation, and then the nuke was going to send him forward in time, right? Huh. And that was the original idea of how they traveled through time. Uh, but George Lucas said, "I don't want to do that because I don't want kids to play with refrigerators." Or I mean, not George Lucas. Steven Spielberg said, "I don't want kids to play with with refrigerators." And huh. then, of course, twenty years later, he put that in his own movie, and you're like, "What the fuck are you doing? Come on." <laughs> And uh, I guess the last little bit of news I have is, not surprisingly, AMC has already picked up The Walking Dead for season three. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. Because uh, based on what we've seen so far of this season, Ryan and I, I think, know how the season is going to end mm-hmm. uh, or where it's going to end. And you really, really don't want it to end there. <laughs> no. You know? That'd be heartbreaking. A, a third season, like if, if a third season comes out and it doesn't do very well... Three seasons of that show will be good enough that you could put it away and be like, okay, that was fun for a while, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's about it. I, I think I saw something else, but I can't remember what it is, so well, whatever. While Joss Whedon was on, on vacation from the Avengers, 
he he got all of his friends together and they filmed a version of Much Ado About Nothing. Yeah, like that's in actually two or three weeks or something like that. He uh, he does that all the time. Not film it, but if you watch the Buffy behind the scenes, I'm, I'm sure you've seen it of uh, Once and More with Feeling, which is a musical episode. He invites all his cast members to the house and they drink and sing and recite Shakespeare. Yeah, but yeah, it's kind of interesting. But this time he like actually made a movie of it, which is. It's funny, actually. Last Saturday, I watched Kenneth Branagh's Much About Much Ado About Nothing, which is, I would almost call it half good. It's not amazing. It's not as good as his Hamlet, but like seeing Denzel Washington and of course Kenneth Branagh and a couple of those other people do do Shakespeare is great. Unfortunately, it also has like Keanu Reeves doing Shakespeare, which is not great. Um, Whoa! But I, I really look forward to what uh, Joss Whedon's gonna do. Me too. Yeah, well, he's always good. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, that's all the news I have. Brad, you got anything? No. It was a shit week. It yeah, really was. There I guess uh, there's a little PS to the Netflix scandal. You know, they lost eight hundred thousand. Oh yeah, dollars, so yeah, yeah. It's sort of the follow up on that story. Oh, I guess no. we could. We can confirm that uh, the Dark Knight Rises will be before uh, Ghost Protocol. Prince of Ghost Protocol. It's it's the Dolby Digital ones. So yeah. you have to research and find which ones are Dolby Digital. Well, I think it's I think it's the real. I think it's only in front of real IMAXs. So like, if it's an AMC IMAX, then yeah, that's not real. Something like that. But so if it's like like the one down at our our Dave and Buster's, yeah. that one will have. The, so we'll have to go see it there. And the well, new the new uh, except that I think is pretty amazing. I think I think it's pretty much confirmed that it's simply eight minutes or fifteen minutes or whatever of the movie. Six minutes. Six minutes. Whatever. It's six minutes of the movie. I don't really want to see six minutes of that movie. We talked about that when you were on the phone last week. Yeah, I, but I, I kind listened of, to the podcast, yeah, I heard. Yeah, I, I don't know that I want to see a sequence of that movie before I get to see the movie. I don't know, I got really pumped when I saw the one for The Dark Knight, you yeah. know. Uh, I can't, but like, when you saw, because the one for The Dark Knight was the bank robbery scene, yeah. right? When you saw the bank that movie start again, did you feel like, oh, okay, I've seen this before? Uh, no, actually I got excited because I kind of wanted to see where it went. Because if I oh, were, I, because the original I, it, one it's so. not really part of the main plot. It's just kind yeah. of like an introduction to of the Joker, the, yeah, and yeah. how crazy he is. And the, I mean, I if, for, correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't in the six minute preview he just takes off the mask and that's where it ends? Yeah, yeah. You don't see him drive away on the bus and everything. And right, you know, it's it, like the '89 uh, Batman spends like half an hour getting up to dropping him in the vat of chemicals. Nolan does it in six minutes. And I mean, what the 89 Batman has too is an animated Batman on a rooftop at the very beginning. That's an amazing movie. Speaking of the animated Batman, and I have to spoil this for you for as far as the game you're playing through, but in Batman Arkham City, you get to punch a shark in the face. Nice. Um, uh, but I, I know that having seen the opening scene is also part of what ruined Despicable Me for me. Uh, a lot of people like that movie, but I I, love that movie. I I just couldn't get into it and didn't no. really enjoy. I mean, there were little parts that I really enjoyed, but I it, I wasn't really a fan. Um, and part of it was that I the first couple minutes of the movie, which is the whole thing at the at the pyramid, right? Mm-hmm. I had seen that dozens of times because that whole scene was made into a trailer, mm-hmm. and so I knew every single beat. And so by the time the actual movie sort of started after that, I was just in this groove where I was like, I don't, I'm not into this. And so I, I, I'm always afraid when it's something like that where they're going to show you the first few minutes of the movie um, that it'll taint the rest of the movie for me because those first few minutes are supposed to sort of suck you in. Um, but anyway, uh, that's all the news we have. Yeah, that's all the news. I, uh, yeah, I, I literally was looking like there's absolutely nothing this week that yeah. is any... In- anything that's interesting at all. Um, so I guess we'll just go into what we've been watching. 
<laughs> I was trying to make it more exciting. It was a nice try. It was a nice try. It, it really was. Um, let's talk about The Walking Dead. Yeah, let's talk about Brad, you caught up to The Walking yep, Dead. I'm all caught up. And uh, you, you saw Carl being shot. That's right. Oh, spoilers. Yeah, that's Oops. all right. It, it, it <laughs> no, it's fun. Real Nerds is a spoiler show. Yeah. It is. Well, it and is. it's been two weeks since that happened. So it's and, okay. And uh, were you shocked when he got shot? I, I don't know, because I, I, you never read the graphic novels. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, all I know about The Walking Dead is from the TV show. Right. So, but um, I wasn't really sucked into that first episode, so when it happened, I was like, oh, all right. Well, this is where we're going now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So. See, I thought the first episode was really good, and then the second one, I was always worried because, you know, they cut the budget down, but if they have character moments like they have in that, then it's okay. Yeah, because I, it, you know, there have been less zombies this so far this season, but I don't really feel like I miss it. Um, it's weird, I've heard people criticize the season so far as saying that, like, you know, it's just sort of meandering, which we'll talk about meandering later, but that it's just sort of meandering and it, it doesn't feel like they're going anywhere. And I hate to break it to people, but that's kind of what The Walking Dead is. Um, I mean, they're always sort of short-term goals, but I've heard people talk about, like, well, they need to get into, you know, whether or not there's going to be a cure or things like that. Well, n- there's not. I mean, th- that's why they did the CDC stuff. Like, there is no cure. We're not even talking about what zombies are. This is about living in zombies. And so it it is going to be a show where this week they lose a little girl and chase her into the woods. And um, I don't... I don't know that they set that up very well. Sophie disappearing, it it is a little bit forced. Like, why does he leave her there and then go beat them to death with a rock over there? You know, like, why did he get so far away? There's a lot of cliches, like, really early on. Like, the girl can't put the gun together, like, right away. Like, she fumbles it, and then people, you know, get lost in the woods. Um, Like, Uh, the, the zombie walks by, and then, you know... Sniffs out the one character under the car, you know. You know yeah. Like you see it coming. There's just oh, a lot yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah. that's you've seen in a lot of. I don't know. The first three episodes of the last season seem more compelling to me. So, I don't disagree. Um, but I don't think I don't think the show has gone bad or anything like that. It's yeah, just like, it's, it's only two episodes yeah. in. So of a not just six episode, but what twelve, thirteen episode season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think part of it is we have to be careful about not holding it to the standard of that first episode. <laughs> that first episode is. You know, an amazing piece of art made by like a really talented director and writer, and the rest. You know, now we're just talking about a TV show, and it needs to be compared to, uh, you know, other kinds of shows. Like, well, unfortunately, there's not a lot of shows like it, so it's hard to compare it to anything. But you know, we can't expect a little movie every week, especially on the budget that it has. Unfortunately, oh, um, <laughs> like Pan Am, absolutely. Well, no, I think there's, uh, but the second episode had great moments when. Um, I think the second episode's great yeah. when uh, Rick and Herschel are talking on the uh, porch, or is it? I think it's Rick, or is it Shane? I don't re- can't remember. I'm so stupid right now. But uh, Herschel is basically saying that, oh no, the rest of the world, we're okay here, which is his big downfall in the comic book. Is where he yeah. thinks he's so isolated from this incident yeah. that uh, he's impervious to what happens. And I mean, I won't spoil what happens and, on the farm, but right. Uh, and ho- you know, some of those things are things that uh, hopefully the show will ha- will have this where when you look back at a single episode, you see larger arcs in that episode, and they become more powerful once you've seen whole stories. Much in the way that <clears throat> much in the way that Mad Men is, um, but. Uh, yeah, I. It's not. It's the show doesn't blow me away every week, but I'm I'm still enjoying it. 
Sure. I, I still think you know it has some quiet moments, and I think the acting in it's really good. It is. Yeah. yeah. But besides uh, Rick's opening in the first episode. Oh yeah, the first episode. Like he's recapping really it. And you're just like, oh, they really didn't need that. Yeah. But, Typical expositional. Yeah, and that's. I mean, it's. I guess they're trying to get people to watch the show, but I'm pretty sure you watch the show going into this. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, um, I also just like Stanley says, it could be everyone's first comic book. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I watched Captain America again. Oh yeah, because I came out on DVD this I week. I did, and I, <laughs> I think it's an awesome movie. And uh, getting on Blu-ray, the uh, scrawny Steve Rogers actually looks way better than we when we saw it on the screen. Oh, cool. And uh, the movie is beautiful on Blu-ray because it has that awesome um, Art Deco look to it. So like the colors are kind of um, faded, but they have that really nice like wash to them. Right. And oh man. And the movie's badass. Yeah. And if you go to Best Buy, you can get the slip cover that has Captain America punching Hitler on the back, so that's pretty sweet. Wait, really? Yeah. How much is it? Uh, 22 bucks. Oh, that's only $2 more than Walmart. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, it's badass. That's sweet. Until Sunday. <laughs> yeah. One more day. Well, games. actually, I've been going to Best Buy, and their movies have been on sale for a lot longer lately. Hmm. Um, I think it's because they, they must not be selling them as much as you know Target and Walmart, because... Uh, there was a time like three or four months ago, I wouldn't even go to Best Buy because they'd be twenty eight ninety nine instead of thirty four, and they slowly bumped them all up. And now they're starting to go back down. I think because people aren't buying them as much. And I think a lot of stuff is all, is on sale more at my Best Buy because my Best Buy is the one where they're putting in a Footlocker, and they're like, "Were you here?" In I told store? you about. That? Yeah, yeah, they're remodeling the store and they're putting in like a mini mall inside of the Best Buy, which will include a Footlocker. Which oh yeah, I remember reading something about that where the they're—it's insane. Uh, yeah, it's the Park Meadows one. They're, that's oh. a—they're doing those in a lot of test stores because uh, Best Buy. A lot of um, people are you know are going to digital, so they don't sell as many hard copies of things, right. and that's why Blasphemy. it's. I know now it's in like a little corner, and now they try to sell um, appliances and all that stuff more. Yeah, and so basically, Best Buy Mobile. I would almost say that a third, maybe a fourth of the store is getting walled off and turned into little mm-hmm. stores. I saw they pulled out Magnolia. Like, they, didn't, they don't have their own special yeah. section anymore. Well, They're there, yeah. but they don't uh, have, it's, like, a... It's like, it's, it's, like, a couple of aisles instead of this big walled-off section, you know, where you can listen to their awesome speakers, and it's like, you know, oh, you want to buy some stuff over there? It's over in that corner, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so now I, I'm, I'm going back and forth on what my favorite superhero movie is this year. It's Thor. Because, I mean, I every, when I watched X-Men First Class, I'm like, oh, this movie's so cool. And then I watched Thor, I'm like, oh, this movie's so cool. Oh, Thor. And then I watched Captain America. This movie, I'll have to keep on watching it. I guess I'll have to see Captain America again, but it doesn't matter because it's Thor. Um, <laughs> did you watch anything else? Uh, I did. I, uh, I This is the last thing I watched. I watched UHF for the first time in nice. years. Oh, okay. For, I thought you were going to say for the first time. No. I was excited. And I, I That movie is so stupid but so smart at the same time it's awesome it, 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 i can't really exp- and laura i could tell hated it because <laughs> oh she would she she doesn't get that kind of humor you know and uh the opening when he's doing the indiana jones and and uh raiders, raiders of lost ark i'm sorry yeah. and he whips that dude's arm off <laughs> i'm like oh yeah i remember this now and it's totally weird al's humor where it's really funny but also has really dark moments to it and i was just laughing my ass off there's a lot of references in there that I didn't get when I first saw that movie, and then got older and like, like yeah. finally got to see all the Rambo movies, and then and then seeing that movie again, I'm like, <laughs> that is, 
totally what that movie is like. Like he, he just sort of all those dudes on the top of the hill. He sort of just <laughs> takes it to the just the next level, and ma- and that makes it ridiculous. And then you realize, well, he's not really that far off. No. And that's part of what's so funny about it. Or the last part where he's like, <laughs> just, yeah. So stupid, but it's so amazing. Oh man! Or when she uh, all the crazy shows they make for the network. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, G oh. four recently recreated um, uh, "Find the Marble in the Oatmeal," which <laughs> it wasn't. Good. It was offensive and stupid because it was basically like, let's take the two hot chicks from the from the show and then have them wrestle in the nice. oatmeal. Nice. Uh, and then we're gonna like shoot a little water at them. Oh yeah, when the but, kid got hit with the fire hose, I you get to drink, you get to drink from the, the fire hose. The kid just shoots across <laughs> the fucking screen. <laughs> oh man, oh, that movie's great. But I think my favorite uh, part was when he goes and talks to his girlfriend, and she goes, "Ah, oh, you're fired again. Why? It's because I'm stupid. Okay, I'm so stupid." He keeps on banging his head against oh. the counter. He's like, "Oh, cool, mashed potatoes, my favorite," and then he just goes away. <laughs> He makes some sort of mountain out of him. <laughs> it's funny. It's really too bad because, you know, every now and then you see an interview with Weird Al where somebody asks him, like, when are you going to make a feature film again? And he never really has a good answer. Uh, you know, mostly it's like, well, if I had a good idea or somebody really offered him the money to do it, because that's probably the other thing, is nobody actually thinks that yeah. UHF 2 would ever make any money. But it's a shame because I would love to see that. No matter what he did, it would it would be fun. Um, yeah, it's it pretty epic, and I totally forgot a little all the little stupid shows they had on there, and uh, which what was the show that made me? Oh, uh, Conan the Librarian. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, cuts that dude in half. <laughs> Is that movie rated PG too? <laughs> they have a budget for that show. <laughs> <laughs> on UHF. Oh, or when the man. kid spits in his face. I mean, <laughs> just yeah. So it made me laugh. That's what I watched. Supplies! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie's great. Absolutely great. And Weird Al was you in... Choose from The Wheel of Fish. <laughs> Stupid! Yes. Oh, I forgot about oh, that. that's not bad. I was like, what oh. time is it? And that dude punched the wall and looked at his watch. <laughs> we were talking about this before the podcast. Weird Al was uh, on How I Met Your Mother this week, where... Uh, uh, spoilers, since you didn't right. see the episode, but you find out that Marshall is the inspiration for, like, a surgeon... Um, Awesome. But, or no, was it? No, it's it's Ted. Ted sends him a letter for the as, with the idea for like a surgeon. But anyway, it was really good. That's it. That's what I watched this week. Brad, what did you see? I saw a lot. I actually tried a bunch of different shows this week, dude. So I finished The Walking Dead. or well, got caught up on The Walking yeah, yeah. Dead. I also decided to give Heroes a shot. Oh fuck! Me. <laughs> I watched the first episode and then I turned to Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'm not ready to. Uh, no, no, hold on. Let me let's talk about heroes for a second. Uh, did you downright hate it, or were you like, eh, "This is okay," but because of what I've heard, that it doesn't really go anywhere, I'm gonna let it set it down. No, I'm giving it a chance. Uh, I, but I wasn't impressed by the first episode. But right, I recognize that's not. So you're saying it's Jeff Loeb's the Red Hulk, not Jeff Loeb's <laughs> Spider-Man Blue. It was like watching. <laughs> hey, people really like some people like the Red Hulk. Uh, it was like myself watching myself read a mediocre comic book. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, Jeff Loeb comic book. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? Uh, oh, Halloween's awesome. Uh, no, The Long Halloween's great. Hush is great. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Blue is great. Hulk Gray is great. Heroes, not so much. Heroes, not so um, much. I thought that was Matt no. Morrison, though. Uh, the no. Which one? Jeff Loeb? Heroes. Which one? Heroes is Heroes? Jeff Loeb. No, it's Jeff Loeb. Okay. Um, 
the interesting thing about Heroes for me was that I didn't want to watch that show because I thought like, oh well, this is just crummy X Men. Like, obviously you are ripping off the X Men. <laughs> yeah, but you're not doing a very good job of it, and then you're going to try to make it into Lost, and it won't be fun. But then after like the first, like when I'd seen the first four episodes, I actually started really enjoying it. But then it just it never goes anywhere. And yeah, in I fact, it tanked pretty bad. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joss Whedon even. Um, in talking about how they were going to try to not make Dollhouse jump the shark, he said, well, I think we'll be all right as long as we never go to feudal Japan, and that is a reference to Heroes, which you will understand at some point. If I get um, that far. If you get that. Yeah, it's, yeah spoilers, at some yeah. point, they travel back in time to feudal Japan. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but it happens. Um, and then Mad Men. Yeah, so I gave Mad Men a shot, and that's not terrible as Ryan put Puts it, but it's, it's not nearly as compelling as Breaking Bad to me. So uh, it's a show where no, I no, it's not as compelling as Breaking Bad. Yeah, I would say that or interesting, but it's the aesthetic is nice, and I can put it on, and I can not pay attention to it, and still understand what the whole episode was about. Yeah, because yeah. they sit around and talk for an how, hour. So, how far did you get? Uh, I'm in still in season one, but I think I'm on like episode eleven or something. Oh, okay. Oh, so you got so, good and into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like it enough that I'm going to keep going and going, but it's, it's yeah. just like with Breaking Bad, which I also watched the last two episodes of season three, so I'm all caught up with everything I can get, like I can watch, and just those two episodes compared to all the other stuff I've been watching are like way better than. Like, oh yeah, when Walt hits those drug dealers with his car, and he's like, <laughs> Jesse's just freaked out. He's like, run, and then the episode ends, and then mm-hmm. it goes into the whole. Makes the phone call. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Oh, um, so good. And I would agree with you that Breaking Bad is definitely more compelling. Mad Men is a show, I think, that as you watch more, I'm glad that you're, you're going to keep watching it. As you watch more, it's kind of like math, where it sort of it builds each season and everything gets a little bit more complicated and you know those characters more that you, I think you care more. Because I was the same way. Like, I watched the first season and then I don't even know that I watched the second season until the third one had started. Hmm. But. Um, My favorite is January Jones on Mad Men. <laughs> Just kidding. She's maybe, she's maybe the worst part of that show. <laughs> she's been nice, and so I'm far, so I glad know. that bitch dies. What? I wish she's not. She doesn't die. It would be nice <laughs> if she died. Um, I want to punch Pete Campbell in the face. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and Don Draper, like that's I what's great about that show. He's like, you know, the hero. Well, like as a designer, like I. I, the most interesting part about Mad Men for me is actually watching the ad campaigns. Oh myself, yeah, absolutely. Like as a graphic especially designer, early on, like, part of myself. But at the same time, like Don Draper's kind of a shithead because he's like a good-looking guy, and he, <laughs> you know, like January Jones, isn't enough for him, and then that other hippie chick isn't enough for him, and it's just like absolutely no. The, hey, did you guys see the episode where he went into drugs with that one girl? <laughs> yeah, and they sit around and talked, and then it just ended. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that show's terrible. Yeah, I saw that episode. Uh, I'm glad that you say it that way because there are some people who may or may not be in our live audience uh, and Sierra, who's not here, uh, who really hate January Jones and really hate her character mostly because they've completely forgotten that in season one, Donna's a dick to her and she's not such a bad person then. Uh, and it, I, it's, it's, it's good. That show is good and she is not a horrible person. You know what's weird? Really with games. Mad Men, I have seen one episode three times. <laughs> and it's the episode where she, she becomes like a Coke model. I saw yeah. it at your house. Oh, I yeah, saw it when Laura was here. Yeah. And I yeah. turned it on one day and it was on. I'm like, I hate this fucking show. <laughs> I did see X-Men in first class again like a couple of days ago. Oh my god, every-
every single line read that she does in that movie. It's pretty bad. It's like she has She's not, just gotten the script yeah. and has been asked to read it out. It's a shame. I, I think that, like, someone in that, on the set of Mad Men, Mad Men gave her direction, like, could you... Could you read these lines like there's absolutely no emotion in your soul at all? And then she just sort of took that to heart entirely, and she probably is like that in real life now. Because why they chose her to be Emma Frost still makes no sense to me. She because has a baby she doesn't. Now. I can't imagine how she talks to that baby. Hello, baby. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't. She does not in any way like capture the the all-knowing kind of nature that Emma Frost is... You know, Emma Frost is supposed to be like a puppet Emma Frost master. is a lame character. Anyway. No, no, no. no. In that movie, she is. But In Emma the Frost, she's lame, too. I read no. Josh Sweden's The Sunshine X-Men. Is, it's lame. No. Oh, come on. No. Anyway, let's move on. Fight! Fight! Yeah. Fight! 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 We need to move on. I also watched some episodes of Frasier just to round out. You know, oh, kill time and that's good and pretentious. Yeah. Easy to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually surprised how different it is from Cheers, but... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I mean, granted, it's like the isolated, just you know, the brainy part of Cheers, but still, yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's it's kind of. Did those shows ever? How 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 long was between those shows? They didn't overlap at all, did they? Uh, I think uh, Cheers ended in ninety one or ninety two, and then yeah. Frasier started in ninety three, I think. Oh okay. So it just seems much more modern than like Cheers feels yeah. very dated to me, whereas modern does or Frasier does not. Even in the nineties, Cheers feels like the eighties. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe it's because it's Rhea Perlman's hair. <laughs> yeah, um, like when you compare Cheers to even early seasons of Roseanne, Roseanne feels like the 90s and Cheers does not. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Cool. Well, I watched a bunch Cheers. of shit this week too, which is good since we had no news. Um, uh, the Well, the first thing is this is the week that Once Upon a Time came out, which is the show by a couple of the creators from Lost. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, Jennifer... Um, Morrison from House in it, and that show's probably not good. I, have you guys ever read Fables, the comic yeah. book Fables? Okay, this is like Fables, only they don't do the story as well. It's not anywhere near as interesting. There's no mystery involved. The, there's nobody as cool as Bad Wolf. What do you mean, and there's a lot of skin, dude? I've seen the the promo shots for it. Actually, Rumpelstiltskin is the coolest thing about the show. Really? I was just kidding. It he looks stupid. <laughs> oh, no, no. Rumpelstiltskin is the coolest thing about the show. Basically, there's this girl, and there's this woman played by uh, uh, Jennifer Morrison who, uh, it's her birthday. I was going to say Ginnifer because it's a G. It's, no, it's not. <laughs> Isn't it spelled G-I-N-N-I-F-E-R? No. I no, no. It's a J. It's, it's a J. Crack. I think it's Jennifer. It's, it's like regular way. Yeah, it's just regular Jennifer. So. No, it's, Jen- it's just Jennifer. So. I have my entertainment weekly. I'll go get it. Okay. Uh, anyway, like her so, her her long lost her long lost son shows up on her door that she like gave away for adoption when she was little, and he's trapped in this town that's full of all of these characters from like fairy tale stories. Uh, but they don't know that they're from fairy tale stories because there was this the witch put a curse, and then she, you know Jennifer Morrison is fabled to save the town, but it's just not as interesting as what's actually going on in Fables, but it's such a close... They're so similar in plot that I don't know why they didn't just try to make Fables. Yeah, I... In my Entertainment Weekly, they actually reviewed Grimm and that. Oh, and yeah. they said Grimm was way better. Grimm is made by the guys who made Angel. Oh, cool. And so they said, if oh, you're yeah, going no, to watch that. one, you should watch Grimm. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't... I won't watch either, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, I'll give Grimm a chance, but I don't think I'm going to watch Once Upon a Time again because it was just too predictable and, and mm. lame to be honest with you um and then the other thing was i uh 
took the time to go and rent Bridesmaids because it finally got on Redbox. And that movie is only okay. Did you guys see it? Mm-mm. I did. I didn't, like, I've heard people rave about it so much, yeah. and I wasn't like, it, it was didn't blow right. me away. But what it did do was it, it sort of pointed out to me the difference between the Apatow movies and the Hangover movies. Because people talked about this as, like, the Hangover with girls in it. But the truth is there's a lot more... There's the kind of character development and story that I expect from an Apatow movie, and that that's actually the stuff that I liked. I didn't really find much of it funny, to be honest with you. I don't think I ever actually laughed at the movie. Um, but but it was it was more fulfilling than the, than the Hangover movies are. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, I, I, I thought movies okay, too. I mean, I didn't like when he's... You know, she hung out with the good-looking cop and then he went out and got her cupcake things and she got all mad like ugh so stupid yeah I mean that seems so much forced and it's better if she's like Kristen Wiig is good when she's just trying to be funny and be herself and I don't like that forced character development at all yeah I feel like if there were more like improv in the movie then that would have been funnier than the stuff that was clearly written supposed to be like oh no they're all sick and they're throwing up in the bathroom isn't this funny no it's not really funny but the the good character stuff, I think, especially was the um, Maya Rudolph, her relationship with Maya Rudolph. Yeah. Like that that relationship was well written and and complex, and that's what I really enjoyed. But um, it's not really a movie I would recommend. Yeah. I didn't, you know. Um, I saw it once. I don't need to see it again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, An Idiot Abroad is back, and I didn't know this, but they're like six episodes into An Idiot Abroad. Which have you guys ever seen the show? I know okay. of it. But so, Ricky Gervais has this um, friend with a very round head who's a buffoon. Um, and basically, Ricky Gervais and his writing partner send this guy around the country to do things that normal people would think was exciting and really interesting. But basically, uh, Carl Pilkington just thinks that it's kind of lame and boring and he doesn't even really understand why he's there. And it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. The first season, he's going to see, like, the seven wonders of the world. And this season, he's uh, he's marking things off on his bucket list. But it's not really his bucket list, because it's not stuff he would want to do. It's stuff that ev- other people would want to do, like swimming with dolphins. But then he just fucking hates it, because he's Carl Pilkington. Um, anyway, the, sh- the show is really great. And Sierra just arrived, and I just realized I forgot to burn them onto DVDs for her, so she's going to kill me. Uh, and then the last thing I saw was The Great Muppet Caper because I'm trying to catch up on my Muppet movies, and that movie doesn't hold up. No? It really... Like, I... For one thing, it's a lot about Miss Piggy, and I don't like Miss Piggy, as I said last week. But it's mostly songs and sort of plot, and it's not as fun as the first movie. Did you see the new Muppets trailer? It's I did. Epic. The, the Muppets trailer, trailer that starts but, yeah, off them making fun of their own... Oh, my gosh. It starts off them parodying their own parody... Their yeah. own trailer. And then, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was good. Anyway, that's everything I saw. Sweet. Busy week watching stuff, guys. Well, we had to make up for the news. Yeah, because news was blah this week. Speaking of blah. Speaking of, yeah, hey, you know what? Before we get into talking about the Rum Diary, Brad, should people see the Rum Diary? Uh, I'm sorry, I just woke up. What? <laughs> James, should people see the Rum Diary? Okay, Um, I'm going to say... That if you're interested in it based on the trailer, uh, and on like knowing that it's a Hunter S. Thompson story, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, then don't see it. If you do know what I'm talking about, I would say rent it. I will say absolutely not see this movie. It was terrible. Aaron, should people see this movie? I got sleepy like when 
then like Amber Heard got her tits out, I was like kind of yawning a little bit. So. <laughs> so Amber Heard's tits got Aaron yawning. So I mean, I'll tell you about the movie. Here's the trailer. Puerto Rico. I came down here looking for a story. It's called journalism. Your resume, yeah? Don't look so anxious. I wouldn't have paid for your hotel if I hadn't already hired you. <laughs> but I found the strangest paradise on earth. Hey, you made it. But you said you had a TV. The guy across the alley has a TV. I have binoculars. It's where your secrets come to dance. Don't notice the wig. Whoa. And the voodoo works its magic. And if the drinking doesn't get you into trouble, how does anybody drink 161 miniatures? Are they not complimentary? The women definitely will. I thought maybe you were a mermaid. I'm from Connecticut. Stay away from her. She's Sanderson's fiance. She sunbathes in the nude. Take it like two maracas. She's a sweet little beauty. I was looking at his boat. We've all been down on her. It's a wonderful experience. <laughs> now, all this might sound like some crazed hallucination, but it's all true. I think. This place is a sea of money, Paul. And there's people like me who know how to get it out. Isn't that kind of thing illegal? It's an inappropriate comment. We've nailed this bastard to his own front door. I got a story for you. I'm going after him. Are you out of your mind? I bet. Do you scream before I do? No such thing as 470 proof alcohol. What we do is private. Front seat's gone. I've got a brilliant idea. Try and look normal. So how fucking long was this movie? It was less than two hours. I know, but it seemed like it was an eternity. I, I thought, know, like, I thought we were on hour three. It's like an no, 18-hour movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because it's because the movie doesn't really so much have a plot as it does sort of meander, which, I mean, hey, going a in... to earlier. It is a callback to earlier. Um, going in, I knew that, and maybe that affects you know. The problem I have with this movie is mostly the momentum that the because it's meandering yeah, like that. It's terrible. It goes from Stuart. what I think were was one fun one fun scene to then setting up the next fun scene. Like there are sort of it's almost like there's vignettes in the movie, and some of those vignettes have really cool climaxes, but the momentum is really terrible and so when it shifts from one of those little stories one of those little offshoots to another one it it kind of gives you whiplash but there's a there's an elephant in the room which unfortunately was is it really the terrible editing no 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 no, no, no. Okay. the elephant in the room is a really loud retarded clapping elephant which is oh. that i think the re- part of the reason why the the momentum doesn't work for me was that i was constantly being re- distracted by the worst audience i think i've ever been in like yeah. i really I, I don't know, dude. At times, this lady this lady was drunk as shit, and at times she was just clapping to the music. She was just like she was just like clapping to the music just because she could, you know. Hey, it Aaron, was... you need candy or something? 
Jiminy Christmas. Oh. Speaking of knowing no, you audiences. No, you can go ahead and go ahead and, <laughs> go ahead and get one. Go ahead and get one. If you want, uh, on top of my fridge, there's literally a bag that's three quarters full, just full of candy. No, really. No, really. Just, no, no, just take one. No, I, oh it's just making gosh. it work. Oh, my God. Anyway, so this, this woman, I mean, really. It, yeah, it, no, it was terrible. I, I think that the movie could have been more enjoyable if I had been able to really get into it. Because I, I think it sets I up a cool... I disagree, too. But, <laughs> but the, the lady was terrible. And if you go to our blog on realnerds.tumblr.com, you can see a hazy picture of her that I took <laughs> with a caption. And uh, But, yeah, but the movie, it it was so slop, sloppily written. And it's like, hey, here's Aaron Eckhart. He dropped off a card. And he goes away for some... Seemed like five hours. Oh, and you're then, right. Uh, and then he comes back... And then Johnny Depp, and then they order. Fuck, the, the movie's <laughs> colors were terrible. The palette in the movie was terrible. I didn't like the cinematography at all. It changed. Yeah, no, I agree. With it was you like there. hazy and drawn out. But anyways, do you notice that there the, were times when it hurt my eyes a little? Wait, yeah, like, huh, I'll say that. Two hamburgers, and then they sit down, and then they have new drinks, and they're like, "Let's get out of here," and they leave, and they have hamburgers. Yeah. It was terrible. No, 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 no. You never I saw mean, them drop off the hamburgers. All of a sudden, they just have them, and they're leaving. They're, no, no. I, you have to look at this movie as, this is a story about a couple of guys who are basically drunk the entire time. No, I time, understand that part. Wandering around, not doing much. For one thing, For one thing, the premise of the movie is that Johnny Depp gets hired. He plays a guy named Paul. He... I don't think we ever really see well not until the end of the movie do we ever really see him write anything but people keep hiring him people with lots of money keep hiring him to write things exactly it's actually, it's actually the same have a reputation of some sort <laughs> yeah it's actually the same thing that happens in Fear and Loving in Las Vegas where yeah, that's why people that's hire him too. people hire him to write things he has no idea what he's doing he never gets anything done people give him more money and he uses it on, on alcohol and drugs and then he wanders around like watching chickens fight and you know uh, having sex with Amber Heard, and that's that's the whole movie. He never really um, had sex with her, though. This is true. The the one money shot, you kind of saw some nip, and then it just cut away. <laughs> it's an Adolf Hitler speech. Yeah, see, that was great. That was great. No, I the, disagree. No, Giovanni Ribisi is great in this. He's movie. He's good in every movie, but yeah. I know. But in this and in this movie, he is also great. That um, character was really fun. Yeah, he was all right, but the, the and all Brad, of a sudden he I mean, was dressed like a Nazi yeah. and listening to Hitler speak. And he had a Jewish name, so that was kind of funny. Oh, um, <laughs> Red, you're you're quiet. I mean, what did you think of the movie? I thought it was terrible. Uh, I don't remember the hamburger scene because I think I fell asleep ten minutes in, <laughs> and then woke up, and then fell back asleep over and over again till about the hour mark. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, it's just like you said, I, I was bored. I was bored, and um, I, I was constantly like, oh, something is actually going to build to something. And then it would just go into this lost, meandering side quest of a movie, and that then it'd come no back. And then towards the end, it finally builds to this whole, you know, land building. Yeah, because he kind of. government plot. He kind of learns. And then like, it dies again. He, he, he gets a fire under him where he's like, no, I, I don't like these horrible people doing this shit, and I'm going to try and blow the whistle on him. And then he. he Complete he, waste of time because he, he they bets a bunch of money on company. fighting roosters, and then. They're like, then oh, they hey, by it. the way, this newspaper's gone. Yeah. So he steals a boat. It's like you're, you're riding a roller coaster that just keeps on going up. It never drops and keeps gets you to. It, it goes sort up, of it like plateaus. it goes up, it goes up again, it <laughs> yeah, plateaus again, exactly. it goes up, it plateaus like, another time. It goes up and then suddenly you're actually at the bottom again, but you don't remember getting there, and then it starts going up again. And you're like, oh, oh, we're we're. It starting goes to the very top up. and then just slowly 
lowers yeah. you back to the you bottom. Get the top <laughs> you get on an, and you get on an There's elevator no drop. that drops that lowers you down. <laughs> See, I, I thought that was actually a, a an artistic choice that he made. That maybe that's why you never saw. Um, them get the hamburgers, or maybe why sometimes it, it seems like the story <laughs> bounces. With the no, because I mean it's not like it that part, simple... but, but the story jumps all over the place. Yeah, no, and no I, I think it's, I was thinking if they're oh they're drunk, so you know he might not remember the story he's telling, or yeah. it's just terrible editing and writing in the movie. Well, that okay. Johnny Depp really wanted to have this movie made. Some and I don't of, know why, because Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, everyone's like, oh, cool movie. That movie's fucking terrible, too. It is It is a weird and not good movie. Yeah, though, just like this movie. Though it, this it's in weird. the record books because it is the most stolen movie of all time. That's why uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. It, that's why you'll never find it in a blockbuster. It's really hard to get it in stores because people just steal that movie all the time. So if you meet anybody who owns that movie, they stole it. Or, you know, they take those eye drops to get high... He's like, how long have you had it? Oh, like five minutes. And then you sit there and watch him sit there for five minutes. <laughs> and then the tongue comes out. And he's like, you have the same to say. So he's like, then they're outside walking. It's like a <laughs> terrible CGI. Yeah, it's yeah. a terrible CGI. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Christ almighty. But there, there, are, there are little stories in the movie that I enjoy. Uh, but, but it doesn't really go anywhere. Even You're Richard right. Jenkins, who I love in movies, I didn't like in this movie. I'm like, <laughs> no, well, because he's kind of playing a bad guy. Yeah. Is really a bad guy? Yeah. Because in the oh, end, I'm going to cover up because people won't read my newspaper. Oh, that guy's terrible. Like J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> no, 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 no. He lets like it go, ban- he, he lets go bankrupt Jameson. so that he doesn't have to anyway. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'd sit there and be nodding off, and all of a sudden it would hit, like, the movie would finally have something to say, and then it would veer away again. Right. Well, that's because it was, it was written by uh, but, Thompson. But, you know, the, the audience laughed so to hard it, when they were yeah. driving the car. And it, wasn't that's funny the at thing. All. It wasn't funny because it had been ru- it had been spoiled in the trailer, you know. And the audience loved it so much that then it made it less fun, you know. Yeah. It wasn't the kind of thing where it because it felt like it was forced. Partially, yeah, 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 partially I, I because agree. the first person who loved it so much was the fucking drunk woman who was clapping at it. How she that, ruined so many. For things. people listening at home, I'm doing these awesome like hand gestures that she was doing. <laughs> you, she would no, have. I don't know Sarah's because here's the thing, Sierra. Yeah, no. We weren't entirely sure that she wasn't mentally retarded. Yeah, she started putting her hands up and making these jerky movements, and I was like, oh, she is mentally retarded. But I don't. But she she wasn't. She was just drunk. It sounds like my experience at Precious. I'll let you know about that. Later. <laughs> oh my God, Precious. Remember was when there she stole a, KFC Would you say there was a mungo in so the? How was how the, the way they were sitting even solve the problem of the car not working? I don't. Say again? Yeah. No, they had stolen the front seats. So he sat in the back seat, and then Johnny Depp sat on his lap so that he could reach the gas pedal. And that was his best solution to replacing that seat was sitting that way. Yeah, yeah. I thought the, I thought the yeah. car was broken because they stripped it. No, no, no. Well, they they took the they took the front seats and the hubcaps. Yeah. Uh. That no, that's all. Yeah, I mean that was the whole thing. Yeah, that just seems like a forced joke. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh yeah, no, it did. And then it seemed like oh, you knew Aaron Eckhart was a bad guy because he's the rich guy on the island. And he told those bums to get off his private beach. I tell him to get off my private beach too. Did you see that dude's eye? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You know it's a bad movie when you sympathize for the villain. I just—I'm amazed that you had such a hard time with the hamburger scene. Well, it, was it was two retarded. seconds. It was no, no. They and ordered the hamburgers. They ordered the hamburgers, and then the guy was you know like, why? "This place is making me depressed." So let, so they left because they you, were drunk. Can I tell you why I hate what dreams may come? Oh. oh. 
Oh wow! Because oh, there's wait, wait. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. And okay. I'll... <laughs> <laughs> I just broke. Well, let me get let me get ready when, a little. All when right. Robin Williams is walking into the tunnel uh, at the beginning of the car accident. Oh yeah. And you look on look on the tunnel. Look to the left. You can see the fucking crane for the camera moving in on the shadow. I'm like, you just ruined the whole hundred million dollar movie. Can you really? Yes. Oh my god. That's and it's horrible. clear as day. And I'm not. And oh, a movie no. like Chasing Amy, where you can see the reflection of Kevin Smith it. moving <laughs> when he's following him, I forgive because it's a movie that's made for two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and, you know they have to make the movie, and and you know oh, that stuff drives me nuts. But wait, Actually, when did that the hamburger thing is not what happened in this movie? That is not what happened with the hamburgers. I got an interesting story about that yeah. reflection that I just heard on Smodcast this week or one of the Smodcast shows. Um, he noticed that before the movie came out, and he talked to Ben Affleck about it, and Ben Affleck said, "Look." Uh, people are going to be looking at me and not the reflection, so don't worry about it. And they did a test thing, and seven out of nine people didn't see it. So, wow. huh. so maybe I'm just really picky. Yeah, but I've, so I seven out of nine people are focused on Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, he is dreamy. <laughs> What's he doing in the scene? Uh, I don't remember this at all. Oh, it's when it's raining and they're arguing outside. And she runs away, and then oh. she comes running back, and they make out, and then they fuck. So and then Jason Lee gets all pissed. <laughs> oh. It's my favorite Kevin Smith movie. I, still, I haven't seen it in a while, and he's see it again. But um, yeah, I mean, to me, it's just sloppy movie making. Like, like I said, the colors were wrong. and there, It's a combination, I think, of sloppy movie making and intentional meandering. Yeah, I agree. There is intentionally not a plot in this movie, and that's part of what it's about. And that's why it's stupid. Isn't that the point of a movie to see one with a plot? No. Not necessarily. No, 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 no. Well, I think, what movie doesn't have a plot that's I great? I think that the... Uh, well, give me a second. Okay, yeah, I can't think of one because they're all, if it doesn't have a plot, it's... Teen Witch. <laughs> <laughs> no, Teen Witch still has a plot. <laughs> oh, man. Um, any, uh, anyway, yeah. I mean, it's not... I don't want to okay, say that uh, it's a Real good Nerds movie. fans, send me an uh, email or a Facebook message on what movie doesn't have a plot and it's good. No, I don't mean doesn't have a plot. I mean Super isn't bad. about the Lawyered. plot. I mean that it's not <laughs> about the plot. I mean there there is also they can get drunk and then <laughs> yeah. Chicks. I mean there is a there is a plot in this movie. And it goes it's awry. Just not about the plot. The plot in the movie is he drinks lots of rum and he doesn't write until the end, and then all of a sudden he has voiceovers. No, 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 no. no he just he, like House of the Dead. <laughs> he gets hired. He gets entangled with these rich guys who are trying to crook some people. But they never over, told, and you never he, found out he's even writing a brochure until he got to. The island, and the dude said, "Oh, he's writing the brochure for us." Like, oh, that's what he's doing here. No, no, no. He's he was he was supposed to be leaking stuff into the newspaper, talking about like, you know, what they were going to build and making into this big thing. And yeah, I, I know, but they never really. They said that once, and then he never showed up to the newspaper again. Well, no, he didn't because he got drunk. <laughs> that's part of the. That is part of the story. Then they did drugs. The stuff they dropped in their eyes, and then. Hitler. I know. I remember when he had to sit there and watch him sit there for five minutes. It it's like an episode of Mad Men. It was like 13 <laughs> seconds. And then the tongue thing. Well, for a movie that was only an hour and 50 minutes and it seemed like three and a half hours long, they did a terrible job. I, I don't disagree. I slept through part, most of it. And <laughs> it felt really long. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, is I mean, as long as the I feel night? like I'm defending it not because I love it. Like, it's not a movie I will ever buy or probably see again, but I don't I don't despise it. I don't put this anywhere near And also, a... if you want my final um, argument against the movie, is it was copyrighted in 2010, which means the movie was shot over a year ago, and then it sat there. 
Maybe because yeah. they're working on. really that, hard on that CGI tongue. That happens a lot. You know, like it's a cabin in the woods, which we haven't seen yet, but it's made by Joss Whedon. So, well, I mean, you're probably uh, Dell going to love Dell it. And, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil is the same thing. But. Yeah, no, no, it happens in good movies. It's, I mean, that that is a question of finding release dates where people think they're going to make their money back. That's not yeah, necessarily I, a sign of a bad movie. Sometimes it is. This sometimes it was. is. Sometimes it is. This movie, it definitely was. I'd, I would never want to put this movie up against, like, a... Um, shit, what was that Spike Lee movie about the black guys? Poetic Justice. <laughs> no, no, did you see what I did there? What was the Spike Lee movie about the black guys? No, um... Uh, Miracle at St. Anna. I would never put this on next to like a Miracle at St. Anna super abortion of a film that is at no point redeeming in any way. Like I would, you know, this is just something that I don't think works most of the time, and part of that is because of you know, Happy claps a lot in the front seat. <laughs> um, the new book. Remember those books, uh, Mister Happy. Miss Happy no. claps a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, this I'm, is a good movie. Yeah. Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We haven't said we haven't said that at one point in the movie when things just sort of got quiet and she was bored. Clearly, she just went Hunter S. Thompson. Ooh. Oh I was man. With the two guys in front of us, like when we just go. Ugh. I was like <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, you know, that's I, the thing. Like, I, I, I did watch Beavis and Butthead. I forgot to say that, and it was awesome. But that's what they remind me of. They're like, because <laughs> yeah, those guys. Like, I never told them to shut up because I never really heard them speaking as much as I just sort of heard noises <laughs> yeah. from their section. You know. Oh, which oh. by the way, you guys should see the new Beavis and Butthead. It was amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, I forgot to say that. It was. Oh my gosh, I was laughing so hard. They want to be werewolves because they saw Twilight, and yeah. they think the. Girls think the guys who are werewolves are sexy, so they get bit by a homeless guy. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's on. It's on MTV, right? Yeah. All right, I'll have to look so it up. And then they make fun of Jersey Shore and stuff. It's oh, jeez. Oh, okay, I'll have to look it up because I really like Mike Judge. The uh, I forget what Beavis says about uh, Noah's butthead. He said about the sixteen and pregnant girls. He's like, these girls are sluts, but they're really bad people. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Oh it's man, freaking hilarious. Anyway, I think we've talked a bunch of yeah. about this. Yeah, so movie. hey, next week we'll be seeing Harold and Kumar. Yeah, in, in 3D. 3D. In 3D. In 3D? Oh, in yeah. 3D. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think we have to. But um, I will put an asterisk on this. I do not want to see it with a bunch of stoners, so the earlier we go, the better. Uh, we could see it down where I live, and That's fine. that will avoid... Of course, we're not ever going to go back to the Belmar yeah, again, are we? So fuck Belmar. All Goodbye. right. Cinemark Belmar. Yep. You suck donkey dick. It really does, dude. I mean, I'm going to miss Mitzi, because I was just getting to know Mitzi. She yeah, was she's, great. she's cool. The old lady who takes your ticket will always tell you if the movie's good. And I knew no, I was in middle trouble. Aged. Middle aged. Uh, well, I knew I was in trouble when she said, oh, let me know if the movie's good. So <laughs> even the rum it. diary, she didn't see. So. I well, asked her if it was going to be scary. <laughs> and she, she took you literally. Yeah. She was like, no, but paranormal activity is. And you're like, I was like, well, yeah. oh, I guess I'm going to change my ticket joke. then. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were uh, buying tickets. They had Twilight, New Dawn, Breaking Dawn. What the fuck Breaking Dawn. Breaking Dawn. Uh, New Moon was uh, the second one, Ryan. Uh, Come on. T-shirts for sale. And I asked the guy, I'm like, oh, sweet, dude. How much are the Twilight T-shirts? He said, oh, give me one second, man. I'll look on my computer. I said, I was just kidding, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good sign that he doesn't know because it means nobody's been buying them. Mm. Yeah. Man, that trailer, dude. That is fucking awful. Oh, God, I can't wait. I can't believe I'm saying goodbye to for the last time. <laughs> I hope half the movie is them having sex. Why does that Tyler Lautner sound like such a bitch all the time, too? Like, they keep on trying to pump him up as an action star. His he are sounds cold. like 
Because he's 12, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. It's not tough enough. That character really does not own a shirt. I'm not kidding. Does not own a shirt. He wore a shirt in the trailer. I saw it. Yeah. But then then some random wolf guy fell from a tree and he didn't have a shirt on for some reason. I don't know. (laughs) Because why would you climb a tree with a shirt on? I have no idea. What the fuck is going on in those movies? Dude, you don't know. You don't know. I've seen those movies and I don't know what the fuck is going on in those movies. you've seen those movies and your real nerd's cred is really in question. No, man. I... It's see, amazing. See, Brad seen the it movie, is... but I give him um, props because he dressed up like a vampire and carried the book into the movie. <laughs> so Brad gets off because it was awesome. And I wore glitter. <laughs> he wore glitter. Brad gets off for a lot of reasons. Yay! Uh, Swish, count it. Cockmonger. <laughs> Inside joke. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. We could do that I'm joke. not going to try and recreate it because we, we already discussed this. We should, so, we should so make an animation of a uh, chick, like... Our, a spoof commercial. Yeah, a spoof Dude. commercial. Yeah, it'd be funny for cockmongers. And having a chicken down get, because yeah. we didn't talk about uh, we didn't chicken. talk about uh, Dirty Bird Barbecue. Birdman yeah, Barbecue. Yeah, he didn't he didn't do it. So yeah. That's hey, okay. buy Birdman Barbecue at Ace Hardware. You can also like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us at realnerds.tumblr.com. Email us because you never have at realnerds at gmail.com. No, really, if you email us, I will pay for your ticket to go see a movie with Brad. Yeah. Well, not and, a movie, anonymous. You have to go see anonymous. And, uh, there is a real nerds contest, and whoever sends us the best email gets to go see anonymous with Brad. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. Whoever sends us an email, one no. of them will get to go to anonymous. No, send us, so you could be like, hey, you guys email. suck, and then you get to go to the movie with me. No, oh, send, okay. <laughs> send All right, us the right. best email, and you get to go see anonymous with Brad, paid for by James. But most most likely, just sending us an email that has your name in it will be the best email. It will probably it will be. I mean, that's the chances that winning is really easy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you know, what? this I isn't will, a trick. I will say this, and the prizes are Ladies, really mediocre. <laughs> Ladies, Brad is a great company to have. He's handsome. He has this boyish, ruggish charm about him right now. He has a beard, and he's also young. Boyish, boyish, ruggish charm. I don't know. He's a very. See, like, he's, <laughs> it, it's, yeah. he's like a twelve-year-old with dogs. a beard. He, he scares my dog. He, you know, he's manly. And... Tell us all the reasons Brad is dreamy for a free ticket. <laughs> yeah. Tell us why Brad. I will is... be judging them. <laughs> And whoever Brad the most is the most dreamy. James Please send a pick. <laughs> whoever sends the best pick of themselves gets yes, to go see pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless, uh, yeah. Anyways, clothing bye. optional. <laughs> <laughs>